0: Hey, everybody, it's Whitney, and I want to welcome you to the Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast, where we're all about helping women become empowered to succeed and be the very best version of themselves. And so on tonight, I really want to talk to you all about breaking cycles. Yep, I want to talk about breaking cycles, and I want you to get out a pen and a paper because... Um, this is a topic that I have put a lot of thought in and I want you to take copious notes. So um, with breaking cycles, perception is everything and you can write that down. Perception is everything and for a lot of us based on how we were raised is really what determines you know your outlook on life or how you view things based on how you were raised. So Let's talk about culture and really what culture is. And I'll give you a definition and you can definitely write this down about culture because we all have our kind of own understanding of what culture is. But for the sake of tonight, I want to talk about culture being the pattern of shared basic assumptions that are learned by a group that solve its problems of external adaptation, excuse me, adaptation and internal integration in a way that worked well enough to be considered valid. that's a mouthful, right? I'll say it again. Culture is a pattern of shared basic assumptions that are learned by a group of people that have solved its problems of external adaptation and internal integration in a way that worked well enough to be considered valid. So what does that really mean? It means that um whatever was learned or whatever worked for a certain specific group of people they have now taught that way to the next oncoming group of people and they have said that this is the way that worked for us so now we're teaching you how to use these same ways tools mindsets whatever it is to fix your next problems and so because of that people begin to connect in certain ways based off of how they perceive things or how they think about things or how they feel or they relate to certain problems and so that's really really important to understand because you could be right and another person can be right but because you both feel uh, that your way of looking at it is the only right way that's how a lot of times you'll end up having conflict with people because it's hard to see something from another person's perspective point of view. And so the next definition that I wanna give you is cycle. And cycles are series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order or a sequence of events. So write that definition down again. A cycle is a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order or basically to make it short, it's a sequence of events and a lot of us tend to do things out of religious behavior we have created things that we just do for instance you get up every morning you have a certain order if you brush your teeth then you wash your face then you put on lotion then you put on your clothes and then you go to work there's something that you have created a cycle or a pattern that you continue to do every single day and before you know it you don't even realize or have to think about it you just do it unconsciously and these are considered cycles, patterns, events that you do regularly repeated in the same exact order and um i'll just tell you a little story my son um he is growing up and he's turning or he is 13 he'll be turning 14 in april and he has a very 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 (laughs) strong mindset he's very strong-willed and so when he thinks that he's right about something even if you're trying to show him uh where he's wrong or where there could be some error and there could possibly be another way of looking at it he will hold strong to his point of view and will not alter or not change and so for me I've tried to understand where he is because I believe that he has a very strong moral compass and um but however uh we were talking about something the other day and he was talking about what was fair and what was and unfair and I just remember him going back and forth really back and forth with me and I remember doing the same things with my father it was like you know having deja vu I was like wow he really is a reflection of me and a lot of times we don't really like to acknowledge that when we see certain things that we did or we don't like in our children that really came from us and I would go back and forth to my with my father to the point to where he would just be like listen when he just say okay stop Stop arguing with me just say okay because at this point it really isn't about if you agree with me it's if you understand and if you understand then say okay and so I find myself doing that with my husband and oh sometimes it, I mean my not my husband my son and it drives me bananas <laughs> and you know children are really at a place I believe in this century where they're becoming more and more frustrated because they have to have the answers they have to know why it's not just about you and, um telling them what to do but they want to and they're from their perspective they want to understand why you're saying no and they need to know exactly all of the reasons before they will concede to what their perspective is and maybe try to understand your perspective but what I really want to hone in on and help you all to see is that perspective is very important because in order for some people and I'll just say me me and other people that might be like me or think like me in order for us to move forward you feel like yeah I know for me I feel like my perspective needs to be not just heard but also understood not just heard but also understood and there's a lot of people that are like that that you'll get into um a disagreement or a conversation and you're a back and forth type of thing going on and it's not really about defending yourself it's more or less wanting to be understood and not just heard and so that might be good you know to be that way or you feel like you know i am the way that i am however the truth is is that you really can't change anybody you can't change people you can try to talk to them and help them to see your perspective but you really really can't change people and so you know you can talk to your blue in the face it's still not going to make a difference if a person doesn't want to change or they does they don't care about seeing your perspective so how do we break these cycles how do we stop things from happening that we believe are unhealthy or they're not good or they're not beneficial or um, because the sometimes there are cycles that are good you know that are repeated whether it's handling finances a certain way that is beneficial for your family you pass that down on to your children but we're talking about things that aren't healthy that aren't good that aren't beneficial how do uh you break these types of cycles well the first thing that you must do is to recognize what's being repeated And many of you may have to really sit down and think about that, ponder on that question. What's being repeated that's not healthy or that's not good or that's not beneficial? Not just by me, but it could go back generations that you may not even know. So as far as you can remember, whether it's your grandmother, your great grandmother, your mother, then you, your father, whoever, then your children, what do you see that's being repeated? What is the cycle? And then write that down and then after that you have to renew your mind about that thing renew your thought process renew make something new again so we're making a new mindset a new understanding a new perspective on what it was that you thought that you knew or you thought was right or you thought that should just be done because this is the way that we always did it. My family always did it this way and it might be good for your family but at some certain point, if it's offending everybody or those so many people around you and you keep running into run-ins or disagreements with people, you have to really take a look at it and see is this something that I should be doing? You know, um, is this something that I want to see my children doing even if you realize that you're doing it could be as simple as smoking cigarettes and your mother everybody in your family smokes cigarettes that's why you smoke cigarettes but do you want your children to really be addicted to cigarettes and hooked on cigarettes you know so think about that and Once you realize and you have narrowed in on some of those things, be more intentional, be intentional about your words or be intentional about your actions and not just um, what you will and will not accept. But I want you to think about who is influencing you to cause you to do those things or what has caused you to do those things so that you can get to um, a solid place of saying, nope, I'm not going to do that or yes. I will do that. And if you have to surround yourself with like minded people or people who are thinking like you want to think, do that, whatever it is, so that you can stop some unhealthy, unhealthy things in your life you got to do it because here's the thing god wants the best for you and while you are being becoming or being the best version of you he also wants the best of you okay the best for you excuse me the best for you and so i want you to really really take some time and Um, Make sure that on this evening that you stop and have some self-time to ponder that and decide what is it that you're going to do. Tell yourself, I'm going to be the best version of me that I can possibly be. And whatever it takes, whatever I have to do, I'm going to do that. And I can truly say, as we're wrapping up this segment, that our guest that's coming up, that she was the epitome of doing that she may have had some cycles in her life that she continued and repeated over and over but at some point she came to herself and realized I have to do something different I have to do it for me I have to do it for my my children so that I can be better and they will ultimately be better from here on out so we are going to hear from a phenomenal woman who is going to share her testimony and some things that she's been doing when we come back none other than mrs jennifer baldwin we'll be right back well hello everyone we're back and This is Whitney with Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast. And I have to tell you all, I'm so, so, so happy to have my good friend. And she's also my sore. We've known each other for quite a while now, um, at least over five years, I believe. And I am so excited to introduce to you Miss Jennifer Baldwin. How are you?
1: I am doing fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I just want to tell you thank you for taking time out to kind of share with us and talk with us on this evening. It means a lot to me.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Oh, of course. Of course. Um, Well, let's start here. I know that I know you (laughs) and I know all about you, but for those who are listening, kind Mm -hmm. of just share a little bit about who you are, please.
1: Okay. Well, I feel nowadays that I hold many titles, um, which I'm sure you can relate to. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, but I am a wife, a mom, and a recent grandmother of, of a beautiful baby boy, um, I also have obtained three college degrees in my lifetime. Wow. And I'm an entrepreneur, business owner, and I'm also the author of The Woman's Guide to Eliminating Toxic Relationships and the founder of an online support group for victims of domestic violence. Wow, that's amazing. Um, what is that website? So that website is www.sisterssuccess.net.
0: Sisterssuccess.net.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Um, so with that being said, tell <laughs> me what inspired you to write this book, The Women's Guide to Eliminating Toxic Relationships. And I mean, feel free to share your testimony or whatever you like to share.
1: Okay, sure. Well, there's a saying that your purpose is often birthed out of your pain. And for me, I actually suffered a tremendous amount of pain in my life as it relates to abandonment, um, sexual, physical, and mental abuse. And once I was able to actually recover from those tragedies, I began to ask God, why did I have to suffer so much and for so long, wow. and while the sin of others and course, poor decision making on my part was the root of it all, I ultimately viewed it as a part of my calling, mm-hmm. and I had a, a strong, burning desire to want to help women through my experiences escape violent and toxic relationships. So, in my quest to heal, I made a decision that I wanted to be happy <laughs> and not suffer anymore. I know. So Yes, indeed. So I began to evaluate the different relationships that I had with people and realized that majority of them were toxic and were definitely interfering with me living what I classify as a blessed life, which is what God actually promises to all of us. Mm -hmm. So I began to eliminate many of those relationships and set boundaries for how I allow people to interact with me. And that's how my book was birthed.
0: I know that's right. That's fantastic. <laughs> right. Um, and that shows the maturity and the growth to mm-hmm. realize the the phrase that you said, that purpose comes out of your pain. And I think that everyone who's listening, including myself, can relate to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, what is really interesting for me is that you said the Women's Guide to Eliminating Toxic Relationships. But you're not just limiting toxic relationships to an intimate
1: relationship, right? No, not at all, not at all. It can actually mention in my book that it can be any form of a relationship that's causing you any type of pain, and interfering with you living or attempting to live um, your purpose in life, you know, Mm -hmm. and achieving your dreams and your goals. So it can be any relationship, mother, child, um, employer, employee, any relationship. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's really important for people to grasp those that are listening and to get a better um, understanding of what it is that uh, Jennifer is talking about. Tell us how we can get your book so people
1: can read it themselves. Sure. My book is actually available on Amazon.com. It can be obtained there as well as on the website that I have provided to you, sisters.net.
0: Awesome. And I'm encouraging everyone who's listening to go out and get this book because it's an eye opener. What you'll realize is that some people, as you stated, that you think are good for you really are bad for you and Mm -hmm. causing you a whole lot of stress and actually literally um, physical anguish. And I know that I've gotten sick from dealing with people that God had not given me approval to deal with. Yep, yep. And I so,
1: definitely
0: the same thing. yeah, you know what I mean? It's really, it's really important for us to understand this. And with that being said, you talked about, um, you talked about going through different, uh, challenges with the relationships of the men that you were dealing with. And last month was, <clears throat> excuse me, last month was, um, was, um, domestic violence abuse awareness month, Right. Yes, it certainly was. Yeah, and so, like, I think that it's important because a lot of people don't really talk about it.
1: No, no. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunately a very um, overlooked topic. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, if you had to... Um, talk to your younger self because you said that it was after you um, realizing and reflecting and doing some personal reflection. What would you tell your younger version of yourself right now?
1: Wow, that's definitely a great question. Um, I would tell my younger self that it's okay to forgive someone that has hurt you um, because forgiveness is not necessarily for the other person, it's more so for you, so that you can heal and be set free. Mm -hmm. And for, for me personally, I found myself holding on to so much anger and hate towards the individuals that caused me pain, and it wasn't until I began to forgive those individuals that I was then able to truly excel in life.
0: Wow, and it's healing and therapeutic. I heard a saying they said it's something like this that unforgiveness is like drinking a bottle of poison and expecting the other person to die
1: yeah
0: and so you get to a place to where um you can tell that you literally are not uh not being as um prosperous and as um useful in the world because you're so concerned about the other person and they ain't thinking nothing about you
1: nothing at all, nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, and one thing people have to realize is that you know you don't always have to physically go to the person and yes. ask and, and ask for or let them know that you forgive them yes. um, you know it's just something that's with it's it. you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. that you, you person can be set free
0: Yes, absolutely. That's a great point. That's really, really true. And I know I've talked to lots of young ladies who will say, "Um, you know, I just need closure. I haven't got closure. And it's like, listen, you don't need closure. You just need to move on that's right, no, that's right. That's the <laughs> um so tell me or tell everyone who's listening um just some nuggets of inspiration and empowerment I know that you also have your own um business ventures that you do so uh, yes. share a little bit about that and then some nuggets of inspiration or empowerment for the those who are listening on this evening
1: Sure. Um, So I have multiple businesses, business ventures that I've started um, that are doing very well. And I found that I wasn't able to really begin to thrive in those areas until I went through that whole pruning process and I was able to, you know, get focused and become disciplined and didn't have the distractions of those to- toxic relationships. So um, my greatest inspiration comes from my favorite scripture, which is Jeremiah 29, 11, um, which is for, I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And I often meditate on that scripture whenever I'm faced with a challenge or, you know, I just need some type of, you know, refresher of, hey, you know, you're on the right path here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But number one, I just encourage everyone to find a scripture or song and meditate on it when facing troubled times. Um, Number two, set boundaries for people and how they interact with you. Uh, Number three, self-care is essential, not selfish. So be sure to take care of your physical and mental health. Yes. Or if you want to experience true success, then you're going to have to become disciplined and change bad habits. And last but not least, remember that forgiveness equals freedom.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, very organized. And Jennifer is being very modest, you guys. But she is like a powerhouse. Um, she's beautiful, strong. She has a fleet of women who are following her and the things that she's doing. And she represents exactly what a phenomenal woman is. And so mm-hmm. I really appreciate you just taking a little bit of time to kinda just talk to us and encourage us. And um, one more time, can you leave your social media handle or how people can get in touch with you and how they can get the book from you?
1: Sure, so I have two social media um, handles. One is, of course, my name, Jennifer Baldwin. And there's another one that's Sisters Obtaining Success. Okay. So that's S O S Sisters Obtaining Success. And again, my. I'm sorry. The Sisters Success. Got you. <laughs> Say it one more time. So www.sisterssuccess.net. Gotcha. Cool.
0: Sistersuccess.net. Got it, and then the other one is Sisters Obtaining Success. Correct, oh, gotcha, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you again, and um, all the time that you took out to share with us. And everybody, once again, go follow uh, Jennifer, also get her book. I promise you, it will bless your life. So, thank you for. Uh, this segment. And that's all for the Ladies Takeover Empowerment Series. I will talk to everyone next time.